Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Common sense. It's not so common anymore. That's why we need Scott Inez more than ever. It's time for Inez Says. I welcome you back to the Inez Says Podcast. I am Scott Inez. Thanks so much for being here today. As always, you can find the podcast all over the place, including the front page of the WDBO app, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. And check me out on the radio every single weekday morning for Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. Stream us there in the WDBO app. And really hard to believe, folks. Really hard to believe. But here we are. We have arrived at Inez Says Podcast number 400. A milestone today, 400. I went into this thing kicking and screaming into this podcast thing. But man, thanks to you, the Inez Says Podcast has been a great success. I appreciate your clicks and I look forward to another 400 plus in the future. Thanks again to all of you. All right, let's chat again with Brian Kilmeade here on the Inez Says Podcast. Much on the agenda with Brian today, like the stunning merger between the PGA Tour and the Live Golf Tour. Mike Pence and Chris Christie have thrown their names in the ring for the White House in 2024. But we start off today with the state of Florida being responsible for those migrant flights to Sacramento, California earlier this week. Here's that conversation with Brian now. California Governor Gavin Newsom says that our governor, Ron DeSantis, is a small, pathetic man. And they're saying out there in California that they're going to look into kidnapping charges after the state of Florida flew a couple of planes of migrants to Sacramento. Last time I checked, Brian, isn't California a sanctuary state? Exactly. In this video of these, uh, by the way, Governor DeSantis goes, yeah, it was our people. We got people arresting people. We're helping uh, Project Lone Star to do what the federal government's not doing at the border. I'm, I'm sitting in the city with at least 47,000 illegal immigrants in it. And uh, 70,000 have transited here in 18 months. And they're now asking individuals to take them in for $40 a day uh, and house them, including Gracie Mansion, where the mayor is supposed to be. And then you have the governor DeSantis goes, yeah, let's put them in the sanctuary cities that are causing all this havoc. He said, yeah, we did it. And guess what? There's video of them getting on a plane in New Mexico. They're asked on camera, has anyone here been treated badly? Everyone says no. They are dancing in the bus. Mm. And then they land, I guess, in Sacramento. So small little man, I don't know, the guy's six foot, two, 210. <laughs> He's pretty much solid muscle. Uh, he doesn't have to gel his hair to <laughs> pretend to look like a governor. He actually is a governor who's done a great job on his state. 
And uh, and Governor Gavin Newsom can't say he's been a good mayor. He's been an awful governor. So he is trying to get famous off your governor. There is one quote that I read this morning, quote, they're treating us super well, said one of the uh, one of the migrants talking about the plane flights. But shouldn't Gavin Newsom, who you're right, he's turning the great state of California into a hellhole. Shouldn't he be more upset with the White House and President Biden for creating this mess? I mean, here we go again with the arsonists pulling the fire alarm again. And and so should this governor, this mayor and uh, and the Chicago governor and, and the Chicago mayor and Philadelphia's governor and Philadelphia's mayor, but they don't have the guts to do it. Because, you know, the thing is, if you or I were doing this for a living, we'd care about the people that put us there. They care about their party. And and that's what's sickening about this. This is what gets people so turned off. Yeah. If you care about the people that put you in office, you call on one and come all. You don't say, okay, what is my party? If I speak up like the mayor of El Paso, um, Governor, you know, President Biden's going to be mad at me. So I'm just going to let my streets be overrun, become yeah. tent cities, make right. it impossible for seven-year-olds to walk to school without seeing people doing drugs or uh, being offered to purchase. So th- this is the, the ugly part of illegal immigration. One bad policy leads to uh, a more strife for other people. Speaking of parties, former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie is in now. Former Veep Mike Pence to make his official announcement today. Brian, I don't know what world Chris Christie is living in. But what about Mike Pence? Can he make a ripple in the Republican pond knowing how dominant Donald Trump is right now in the polls? Look, uh, very successful governor, extremely respected vice president, a major impact player in Congress. You know, he was the counter in many ways to Barack Obama for eight years. So he comes in there with people's respect, but not necessarily their vote. Mm. They're all waiting to see what happens with the Trump court cases. And, you know, two grand juries in Florida. Uh, you know, one in Florida we just found out about. We have uh, the former chief of staff, Mark Meadows, testifying. We don't know what he's going to say, but he knows he knows everything. So if he's going to look to cut a deal and save himself for what may or may not have uh, been illegal uh, on January 6th and leading up to it and after that, we don't know. But that's what the whole field is waiting for outside Governor DeSantis. Mm-hmm. Governor DeSantis really believes he can just win flat out, whether mm-hmm. Trump's at full strength, beats them all. Or, or wins none of them. Uh, the rest, I think, is waiting for the, shoot, the next shoe to drop. Governor DeSantis thinks he can win flat out. That's an interesting statement because if you're the Florida governor right now, and look, it's it's only been two weeks since his big announcement, and it's very early, but Trump seems to be widening his lead in some of these polls here, Brian. Are you, I mean, look, you're not pushing the panic button, but are, are you concerned at this point if you're Ron DeSantis? Uh, yeah, I mean, you got got to note it. You know, it was he was better off on the numbers in February than he is in June. So that's noteworthy. But he has enough money and support to go to every county and talk to everybody in Iowa and New Hampshire. He stays close or he wins in the first two, setting up South Carolina where it's going to be tough with Tim Scott and Nikki Haley still there and the president very popular. But he stays close and is winner take all in some of these places. And you wait to see these court cases go, how many controversial things Trump says from the Governor DeSantis' perspective and how direct he is. Now, Governor DeSantis did well because he performed well. He campaigns well. He does well in combative situations. He executes policy well. So if he executes and just stays tight, doesn't make any major mistakes, does extremely well being targeted like Mitt Romney was in two election cycles prior to Trump, 
you know, he was targeted by everybody. They would, no one wanted Mitt Romney. You know, McCain didn't like him. Huckabee didn't like him. So they were, everyone was going at him. And they're going to go at DeSantis like that because I don't think Trump's showing up for the debates. Mm-hmm. So, but if he does well, people have to say, you know, listen, you know, I, the, you know the, and the polls don't look good head-to-head with Joe Biden. Those are the types of things that break DeSantis's way. Yeah, you mentioned Joe Biden. The more I hear RFK Jr. here, Brian, the more I admire his independence. I'm not quite sure I would vote for him, but there are some polls that say that Robert F. Kennedy Jr. now on the Democrat side is getting about 20 percent. If he continues to gain in numbers here, can he make a run at Joe Biden? I don't know. I mean, he's hard to listen to. It's not his fault, I guess, uh, right. but his, but speaking is very tough to yeah. listen to. Yeah. But he went to the border at 2 in the morning. Yeah. He wanted to see what's happening. And he is as alarmed as you and I are, and most of our listeners are. And he he didn't ask, tell everyone two weeks ahead of time, I'm coming, clean up El Paso, mm-hmm. and then show me a dog finding some uh, drugs <laughs> in a cop car, and then pretend as if you know how bad it is at the border. Yeah. That's what our that's what our president did. Right. This guy says, show me how bad it is at 2 in the morning, and he is alarmed. And, you know, he's against the Ukraine war. I think it's definitely worth fighting. I just would like to fight uh, for them to be successful and not, uh, and not the way we've been doing it. Uh, but I think they're going to have some major gains. You know, he, uh, you know, he looks at big farmers as a major issue. Uh, he thinks that everybody is sold out to lobbyists, but he does not even have the support of his whole family. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people in his family don't want him to do this, and the Kennedys are in a bit of a losing streak. Remember, they wanted they had one Kennedy try to take out Senator Markey in Massachusetts, failed miserably. So well, we'll see what he could do. But mm-hmm. it just goes to show you, if you were ambitious and not purely attached to your party, you jump into this race. Mm-hmm. Because if RFK, with no support, with not getting any interviews on anything except Fox, can get 20 22%, that's more than DeSantis has on Trump. Why wouldn't you, if you're Governor Pritzker, Governor Newsom, Governor Bashir, why would you not jump into this race? Yeah. It makes no sense. Yeah, I think it, it belies the fact that this country craves leadership right now. Before I let you go, I have to ask you about this story about the PGA Tour merging with this Live Tour, the Saudi-backed Live Tour. You had all these PGA Tour guys vilifying Live players. You had the PGA Tour commissioner vilifying them as well over the guaranteed Saudi money over the last few years. And now, looky here, it appears as if the PGA guys are going to be taking that blood money as well if this merger is completed what do you make of of what's going on with this merger here it's complicated we don't know all the details it's stunning it's stunning to every golf insider on the planet mm-hmm. but this is what i'll talk to 9-11 families you have every reason to say how many hijackers on the plane with saudi absolutely you're right but and uh and i'm never going to say you have i'll get over it ever in my life because, you know, I live it every day. We see down there. I was on the air during that time. I'm never going to diminish 9-11. I'll be the last one bringing it up uh, uh, before anyone will say, I've heard, I have enough of you talking about it. Mm-hmm. But keep in mind, bin Laden did the attack. Bin Laden was kicked out of Saudi Arabia and targeted the royal family. There are members of the royal family. It's sprawling. They probably were for that al-Qaeda uh, stream of thought and weren't upset that we were hit. But we are still in good relations with Saudi Arabia. We had, our, we had our Secretary of State there yesterday asking for a reduction in oil prices. We used them as a hedge against Iran and the region. We combined with them for the Abraham Accords, and seven nations now recognize the existence of Israel. We work with them when it comes to oil and gas. The, if you are upset with Saudi Arabia, I'm not going to tell you not to be. But don't watch Manchester City. 
Do not understand that PGA already is taking major sponsorship from the Saudis. Mm-hmm. And please don't tell me that you support the Olympics in China or any products made there. Yeah. Because they have concentration camps unfolding right now with uh, tens of thousands of Muslims living a life of total depravity, near starvation, having their organs harvested. So you can't have it every other way. We are having good relationships with the government of Saudi Arabia. Not with Iran, not with North Korea, not with China. You know, China, obviously, uh, we should have to admit it, they're our adversary. But I think there's a little hypocrisy here where the rubber hits the road with the golf merger. And where a lot of these players said, you're going to give me $200 million to play, a limited schedule, where I'm given you know, additional respect and control over my life, I'm mm-hmm, taking it. Mm-hmm. There are people that, like Rory McIlroy and Tiger Woods that said, no, must feel like suckers right now. Mm, yeah. Because they basically have the same thing as Desha, Bryson DeChambeau, and they're just $200 million lighter. Thanks to Brian Kilmeade for being on the Inez Says podcast today. That will wrap it up for the podcast. Join me on the radio every single weekday morning. Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.